welcome to the Table Talk podcast, where we sit down, pull up a chair, and we get started. This podcast is designed to provide you packed full of information to help you with your training, nutrition, lifestyle, and well-being, where we interview myself through case studies to give you lifetime experience. And then we also interview high-performing individuals or other career-focused people who are looking to make changes in their lifestyle, training, nutrition, and well-being. So let's pull up that chair and let's go. Yo, yo, welcome to Table Talk, we'll be doing a full recap of an event that I recently attended called Mindset Matters. So this was a business event um, for, well, you could say CEOs, fitness professionals, really anyone that is an entrepreneur wants to learn about marketing and much, much more. So it was hosted by Ethan, who brought special guest Gary Vanderpunk to town. Now, he's obviously one of the people that has a marketing agency goes above and beyond and it's just someone that everyone well apparently knows in the marketing space he's just known as being a savage getting it done and really just pumping it out he isn't really concerned what other people think about him he just does what he does which is really cool because he's not letting anyone get in his way because at the end of the day the world's going to still keep working nothing's going to stop and it's really it was really interesting to hear how he speaks so here are the presenters so from left to right, who presented. Now, Cheryl was fantastic in the way that she spoke because she really captivated people in the sense of being a disruptor, how to, and I've got all my notes. So yeah, half this book is my notes for the event, one full day, and it was jam-packed. It was about 2,500 people at this event. and It was great. Literally, the breakdown was, you know, be competitive, be accountable, win at all levels from life relations business health self spirit really there is no fear there's just doubt and that is what stops a lot of us from taking that step to move forward so let's dive into the presenters um but one note that i made was there are a lot of alpha people there which i thought was quite interesting like the strut i own the space and there's me going Design a program to have alpha posture because most people that are, you know, think they're the shit have terrible posture. So I was like, this is going to be fixed. Um, so that was a pretty cool idea. Um, so yeah, they had like all these little presentations and speeches, but for the first like 30 minutes just to get people G'd up, which is pretty cool. So first speaker, Sherry Illersteinson. I think I'm butchering it but she was great in the sense of an acceleration strategy. So she goes across her stories how the standard person in the industry should have at least 10,000 hours of experience. So this means you should do 10,000 hours. Now, if you're like me and you go, well, what's 10,000 divided by 365 divided by 365? That means you commit two and a half. Oh, that's 1,000. Bye bye. Three, six, five. That means you're coming 27 hours per day. But Carl, that's impossible. Yes, it is. So, what do you do? Times two, times three. So, really, th over three years, you're looking at committing yourself to say eight hours a day to something that you want to dominate, and that's going to take you four years to get those 10,000 hours. So, she goes on to explain to people that you don't need 10,000 hours. You just need to be ahead of the people that you're teaching and working with. So. That was pretty cool. It's just like when you watch someone who's doing a pull-up and you're like, wow, I wish I could do that. Well, just like in training, progressive overload over time. You know, you do one extra rep at a time, you do an extra second of hangs, squeezing that bar, slowly progressing. In six to 12 months, you'll be doing pull-ups as well and you'll be like, how did I get here? Because um, a lot of the time we forget. 
So a lot of the time we get in our own way. So yeah, she was great. Doubling down on businesses. She was explaining there are many ways to make more money. Um, she just literally broke it all down. And the reason why a lot of people don't get the benefits is they just don't see the value. So you, know, you want to be here, but there's not a fear, big enough fear behind you or doubt in yourself. Or if you think of it this way, you want to be here, you're here, and you tend to forget about what you've been doing in the past to motivate you to move forward and drive you to get there. So little things that can help pave the way, or you think it's too hard or it's too big, but you forget the small steps and habits are really what are going to make the big difference. So she talked a lot about funnels and presentations, and for her it was really about instead of working with one person at a time, go to many. So let's say I do 40 introductions into personal training, that's 40 hours. Why not do one to two hours of quality time with 40 people and see how it goes from there and, you know, value add. So I was like, that's pretty cool. Something to think about for now. Um, it's just an idea and the concept that I'm working on. Lots of highlighted notes. And we will have a, at the end, the last five, 10 minutes of this podcast, you'll definitely find there'll be um, some more notes for everyone. So it talks about niche. One, you have no marketing strategy that allows you to take control. So the next speaker was Ethan himself, and he goes into really the market itself. So Ethan Donatelli, I think Donatelli, so Ninja Turtle. So when it comes to marketing in a business or anywhere, so you've got like, like global, you've got a company and then you've got personal brand. So a lot of us you know, who are working maybe for another company and wondering, you know, is there another way? Well, you could be working on yourself. And I've been saying this to Kate for a while lately, is that you know, if she left where she worked, she would have nothing. Yeah, she would have a reputation and brand, like she would have a reputation, that's the brand part, but personal brand for people to actually find her and see where she is and what she's about, there's nothing there. So for a lot of us, it would be, you know, finding not all platforms, but finding a few. You could use LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Find something that you can consistently use and just consistently put your message out there, your vision, your, uh, your mission, and regularly working at it on a consistent basis. You will, as uh, you will, which as Gary would say or Ethan said, you're going to fuck it up. You are going to, the first time you'll butcher it, you may get lucky, but the next time just be a little bit better, a little bit better, a little bit better. Some cool questions that came from it were, why um, are you here today? Like be really honest with yourself. Like why are you here in any event or any context? Then what's the big scary goal that you want to achieve in the next six to 12 months? And the third one is why haven't you achieved it now? What really stopped you? What really got in the way? So from a nutrition perspective, I want to lose five kilos. Well, you just have to eat in the calorie deficit, move more, keep your nutrients up, get the right sleep. You know, is you playing on your phone at eight o'clock at night affecting your sleep? Is not taking your supplement. So if you're listening, I'm sipping on magnesium to prove my point. You're taking the supplements to get ahead, get the edge, so you can 
recover faster, do more? Or are you making up an excuse? Oh, I'm hanging out with friends or I've got to do this this work. You no, you, you don't have to. Um, and I find it really interesting. Like heaps of people are like, I'm really sick, but my boss forced me to do it. Cool. Well, concept is if you die now, the work would probably still get done. So finding ways to be consistent and really just being honest with yourself. You know, I can put my hand up, want to dial on the weight. Um, we got white chocolate mango. So good. Now I have this thing where I'm like, let's eat the whole thing and then it's not there for the week. Well, in that block it was 800 calories. So there's 800 calories that I didn't equate for, which would definitely if I was sitting at a 200 calorie deficit per day, it's 1,400 for the week. I'm now only 600 calories in deficit. So yes, I would still lose weight and be like, oh, I still lost weight and justify it. But being really honest with you, it was like super honest and just accepting the fact that maybe you're sabotaging yourself from getting in your way and ask why. Do you really want to go forward? Is the goal and the ambition that you have or the strategy that you're using actually the right thing that you need to be doing? If not, you probably need to reframe what you're doing or what you're going about. Then he talked about a whole bunch of strategies from funnels. Stand the goal. Um, sales funnels, high converting. So a lot of things there. But a note here is when you're looking at ads or, you know, if you're on Facebook and you scroll, there are sponsored ads. And a lot of the time people will say, you know, for example, don't eat carbs. So I'm relating everything to fitness. Don't eat carbs. They're the devil. Okay. Then what do you consume to fuel performance? Well, fruits and veg. That's a carbohydrate. So when you're watching these ads, they use all these hooks and funnels that get you and you're like, wow, this is going to be the bee's knees, the cat's pajamas. But if you really watch what they're doing, you'll probably find uh, they're full of crap. And then just implement it. Don't eat carbs. Okay, I won't eat carbs. What are carbs? Google. Cool, I won't do that. Two weeks later, that was the worst idea I have ever did. And I don't recommend anyone not eat carbs unless uh, you have epilepsy and therefore keto would be good for you. Though, don't do that. Go low carb maybe, but carbohydrates fuel fiber in your gut, which helps with the microbiome. Check out Kathy's uh, podcast on gut health. Learn more. Uh, then we talked about value exchange, eight steps to mastering marketing in a funnel process, which is pretty cool. So from the foundation, then to ads, funnel types, email marketing to remind um, people about the event when to come. You've then got texting, which is what we use, retargeting ads. Retargeting is based off if you sell an ad that's don't eat carbs, then you'll probably get an ad for carb substitutes or fat burners or other things that relate to the product or the service that people are talking about, and then rinse and repeat. Oh, yeah, make a great offer. So the people can't say no, and then rinse and repeat. Then the next person we dived into was uh, Phil Northsworthy. Now, I think I wrote Northswood, but I couldn't find him. So he was probably the most captivating speaker out of the entire event. So you've got two people that are like, work hard, drive fast, do the right thing, really think about what you want, keep moving forward. You know, 
people aren't going to work you if you die today the work will still get done or the world's not going to stop so really funny like got to work hard and he comes off off um off the stage so i was fortunate to be at, at the ground level and this guy is like straight up in your face how's it going and you're like oh um whoa wow we're doing this he's like yeah how's it going you're like oh good and he's like great and he's the next person hey where's your notepad where's your pen what are you doing and it's like, oh, I was going to use my phone. Why would you do that? Pen's mightier than the sword. You know, if you write it down in your own words, you're going to remember it for much longer. And it's really interesting because he's, he's right. Like, I remember most of it, but not all of it. And he's like, but also because when you write, you're going to forget. And then if you go back, you can go back through your notes. Like, I am the first. I will never go professionally where I am not afraid to go personally. So it's like so many people tell people what to do, but they've never done it themselves. So it's like, He's, he believes that, you know, everyone should have had a go of what they recommend. So this guy's walking around. He's really just getting into people's like, here's, you need a pen, you need a pen, you need a pen. Great, let's write some notes. And there's one guy, his, his legs and arms crossed. He walks up and he starts to then talk about himself and he grabs the guy's leg, puts it on the ground, uncrosses his arms, puts his knees to his, and he's like, this is what I do. I get like face-to-face, knee-to-knee with people. And he's like, let's keep that posture up and right and let's get in. And he's going around. He's talking about people need to slow down to be better. He's not saying slow down and be lazy. He's most people going harder and faster, but it doesn't mean they're doing more productive. So I could do a lot of reps. So for example, like an exercise, drop the weight, do more reps, go faster. I could be quick, 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 quick. But I'm not maybe conditioning the right way. No, go heavier, take your time, slow it down, boom, do two good reps racket your body will still adapt so he was very like in the sense of you know what would you do what would it take for you to live your best day or work your best life like what's the one thing you know again a reference subs so just because going through life doesn't just because we're going through life doesn't mean we're going through with more experience so a lot of people think that because they're older they're wiser but if you've done the exact same thing year on year, have you really compounded and grown? That's a fair point. But he's very adamant to say, like, do the right things. Like, we all know we should sleep the seven to nine hours. We all know we should do this. We all, like, everyone's looking for more information, but really people aren't just taking the action. Like, we all know that we should eat healthier. We all know we're always looking for that magic pill. Magic pill is just taking the action that you need to take and being honest with yourself on maybe why you're doing it or maybe you're going so fast that you should slow down take the time to focus on your mindset where it matters how funny mindset matters was the event and really like become attuned with it how many ways to use ingredients was a way that he talked about a cake so you know everyone's looking for the next thing more information but like you know how to make a cake how many ways can you make it the process or the way in which you do it, the steps is probably what most people mess up because they go, I need more information. I need to improve this. It's really simple. You crack the eggs, you put the flour in with the milk, you mix it through, add the flavor, and then you put it in the oven. Now, what most people do is like, oh, I got this new method. I'll drink the eggs first, then I'll mix the butter and the flour and the sugar together. And then what I'll do is I'll pour it on the floor and then that'll cook into a cake. Now, everyone would just laugh at that and go, that's just silly. It's like, yeah, but that's what a lot of people are doing. Um, 
Look, I was, I'm pretty, I can put my hand up and say, look, I spent a lot of my time for 10 years traveling around the world, like Japan, Ireland, England, UK, America, um, New Zealand, different parts of Australia. I got some fun stories of what happened. Um, but the probable thing that I didn't do was take action on every event and really apply it. Like I probably applied it half or I didn't really think, how would this best serve the members and people that I work with? So that was pretty cool in how he broke that down. Then he goes forward into another part, which is we're too busy to be brilliant. What's getting in the way? Or, you know, knowledge isn't power. Let me be spicy. Let me be spicy for a minute. That was great. Knowledge is potential and application is the power. And then he goes, um, you know, Previously, was you know we're talking about we all know what we should be doing. You know, is watching the Kardashians the right thing to be doing late at night? People are like, yeah, I love the Kardashians. He's like, reality TV, you know, it's junk. You know, it's not for you. And then like fast forward twenty minutes later, he goes, who here watches the Kardashians? And he goes like, hand on my shoulder, and looks straight at me. The Kardashians, mate. I go, oh, but you said no reality TV. And he, he stands behind and like in front of me, he's like looks at the whole crowd, the Kardashians. Everyone's like, yeah, how many people love the Kardashians? Hands go up everywhere. He's like, more, most people know more about um, like reality TV and other people's lives than they do their own. And you hear like the crowd go, oh, like rough. And he's like, point taken. Like for everyone, like, and for me, I game. It's like, I know a lot about the characters in gaming, but do I know in the ins and outs of myself? Sleeping routines, niggles, pains, aches. Hmm, there's a pain in my hip. Do I know what I'm doing or am I doing something or am I prioritizing something else that's hindering the progress of what I need to do to move forward? Then he wrapped it up and he goes, you know, point out one thing that you've gotten. So if you've been listening and you go, I've got one thing, stop listening, go do that one thing. Because most often people go to take many, many notes and then, just creates the inaction that they need. Why? Why? Just stop. I do this with a lot of podcasts myself. Like I stop a lot of them at concepts and ideas. So yeah. Then the last one was apply this question to all the areas you need to work with: health, relationship, mindset, and business. Which is question one. Thing. Question one thing that I know to do that I am not currently doing. So what is one thing you know you should do, but you're not? currently doing yeah he was good like super engaging running around the stage in front of people grabbing people talks about talent acquisition and really it was just build a community continue to be in like working with people be inspired but nurture just like what we do in personal training like we just don't give people everything we guide them through do your movement screening sign the program do a reflection log, review the reflection log, body comp, photos, check-in, train, update, new program. So yeah, supplement recommendations, high-five fist bumps. Then from there, we had Holly Ransom. She was an interesting uh, leader. So she's leading self, talks about leading self and leading others. She used a lot of, she's like, what is it that supercharges you? How can we harness that 
and what is stopping you. So she talked a lot about the comfort zone, the courage zone, and the panic zone. So she went on a venture for an entire year of fear. And what people think is, you know, you went and did a whole year of fear. People think like she did snake spit, uh, snake pits, spiders, crawls, all of those things that would scare you. Think of anything that scares you, like clowns, all that, she did it. No. For example, three biggest fears that people have is low Wi-Fi, loading screens, and zero battery. Like 1%. Like people are so attached to their phones. They freak out. So those are the fears. So it's like, cool, the phone's about to die. I'm going to journal. What's something I could do? Um, like myself right now, I'm struggling with a bit of routine personally. So I went and bought a book. It's called The Routine. And it's got all these cool like notes, made a personal note, things about habits, why to do them, set the foundation. Then it goes through like, what's your one-year goal, personal, professional relationship? It's pretty cool. And then goes through like today's date, positive affirmation, like to today I am, today I'm grateful for, self-development, commitment, I will read, podcast, journal, meditate, or create. At what time of the day is accountability? Take a mindful breath. Then your, your power list, top five things to do, appointments and meetings, meals and water intake, night review, and then something for tomorrow, which is wake up time and breakfast. That's pretty cool. So just something I need to just dial in with routine and schedule. So, she, and this is what she was talking about, is that the habits will build people. Because one of the biggest things or the toughest things is the mind. Again, mind some matters. But the mind will often give up before the body does. But the constant and consistent failures and limitations you put upon yourself with your mindset will lead to pains, niggles, restrictions, limitations in the body. So if you're someone who's been dealing with pain for a period of time, you've probably been holding back on the mind longer. That really hurt. Like for me, I was like, oh, bitch. It's like, what is it you need to be doing to go to that next level? Do the notes, get the expectations, create, be, a, be part of the process that needs to be done and send it out. Three strategies to overcome hurdles in the courage zone. Reasons why, that set you on fire. Really like get excited. If you're not excited, don't do it. Delegate it. Two, how to catch the story. We are telling ourselves about why, how I can't do it, those limitations. Be honest, call yourself out. And this is where friends are good, like being brutal. How do we go lightly? Think how to go, do it gradually. Yeah, and then she goes through it, talking about burnout. Like, it's going to happen, but, like, don't own it. Like, people are like, I had burnout. It's like funny. I did a burnout presentation, which is great. But a lot of these people were talking about what they learned from it rather than going, I had burnout. I'm so strong. I've overcome it. It's like, no. What did you learn? How did you grow from it so it wouldn't happen again? So she then went into a few strategies um, where she talked about how she did a, a triathlon and the biggest challenge for her was she was doing the cycling part. She got halfway and she had to do the whole loop again. So she had a song. She's doing 90-second breaths. Like every 90 minutes would take like 
energetic breaths would prime herself to reset, like really working on the parasympathetic nervous system to keep everything steady rather than sympathetic and overloaded. So she was able to get through it. And she finished it in, I think, 14 hours, which was awesome. Then when she wrapped up, she talked about strategies to finish. So whenever looking at something, you've probably got a lot of notes. Ask yourself, what are you going to do in the next 24 hours, seven days, and one month? And just think, if you apply that every week, you know, compounded over time. So if you did every day, 24 hours, one thing, every week, you would have seven things done. At the end of that week, you would have an extra thing done, so eight things. And over that month, another thing. So you would have compounded, say, the average week is 30 weeks. You'd probably have 30 daily things, four to five weekly things, and one big month thing. Just breaking it down because the future, as of today, is not determined by what you do today. So you can create an outcome and habits and routines that can slowly move you towards something because what you do tomorrow won't shape today. So it was really cool. Then Gary V came on. He's like the marketing guy, so everyone was there. It was pretty much just an open Q&A. He was meant to go for 90 minutes. He went for two hours, which is great. Super like chill dude, a really funny guy in the sense of like how he responded because people would like tell the story you know, one person, like for me, for example, I would say, I feel like I'm really busy. Um, I can't get enough work done. I just feel like I'm in a hamster wheel and I just see no end. He's like, oh, cool. How about you just die today and that fixes your problem. I can't do that. Well, why? And then it's like, well, because I want to help people get really strong. Cool. Well, in your routine, is that your day? Well, no, I've got to do this, this, this. Find someone to do it. Or... Focus on the main thing that you really want to do that really serves you, and you'll probably find that you'll attract other people to work with you on those other things. It was like, huh. Some people are like, oh, okay. Or some people had like marketing strategies and plans. And he'd just be like, do it. And I was like, really? Yeah. Okay. It's really funny. Because like it was really the biggest thing was mindset matters. Like a lot of the time. You know the answers yourself. You have the knowledge. You just need to take the accountability and the action. It doesn't have to be in marketing. It could be in fitness and sales. It could be in pharmaceuticals, accounting, and anything. And case in point, I had a conversation with my dad about accounting. And it was just like, Argh. but big pause there. When was the last time anyone went through their accounts, looked at every statement and the correlation to it and researched what each of those words meant? Yeah, I'll, I'll pause. I'll let everyone think about that one. So that's a fun thought. Plus accounting. Oh. So thanks, Dad. <laughs> um, though it was something I shy away from. But then am I doing the thing that lights me on fire? And I'll be honest, I haven't actually been training. Personally, I love making females strong as fuck. Have I trained as many females? Mm, no, I'd actually like to train four or five more in the mornings. So I need to probably put energy into that. Because I haven't been. So off we go. Um, personal brand reputation may not know or like like the word. Find new word and then go. So if you don't like what people are calling you or what they're saying about you, find a new word and make that your new self. And just understand is that when you work on yourself, you're not going to change today. Like people will still remember you as who you were. And that's going to take time to make that change. But if you keep comping it, pounding on it, 
they will follow and they will then say what you're looking to achieve. Um, 90% of success is attributed to uh, attitude. Yeah, talked about Facebook reels. It's where everyone's at. Yeah, one of the other things was, um, so people were like, what is your success habits? Like if you look at all people, and this is why I like table talk, it's because we get to find out what people do to help them get where they are. And his was, I wake up, I feel my wife, she's still alive. I feel myself, I'm still alive. I check my kids are alive. It's going to be a great day. Awesome. And then people would be like, but what about this? What about that? What about this, this, this? He was like, there's a valid points. But I challenge you to get bigger problems. Because if, for example, your father died, you probably wouldn't be thinking about those things anymore. People are like, no, I'd be thinking about how my father died and what, what I can do. Correct. So, like, I hope you get bigger problems so you realize that the problems that you have are not as big as you make them out to be. And I was, I thought that was a really interesting point. <laughs> he really had to stop and be like, no, no, let me explain. I don't want you to, like, your father to die today or tomorrow. I just would like you to experience real problems. So the problems that you've brought aren't a concern of yours anymore. And that was a, I liked how that, I liked how that said. Like, for me, I think I am the most unluckiest person on the world. Everything I do will go to shit. So I'm going to have to do it again and again and again and again, and then I'll get it. Um, yeah. Like, a lot of people think I personally can retain a lot of information. I was a dumb guy. I used to get 49% and everything. Sucked. I hated it. So I take more notes. And then, like, I stopped making notes, and I got weak in the hand, so now writing sucks. But, you know, talking with a lot of people, I think I got 50 pages. When I did mine and Rudy one, I did 100, because he said I couldn't do it, and then I did it. And then he said, I did 136. I was like, damn it, I missed some. They weren't relevant to me. So you're making action points. But let's do a review. So the biggest things that stood out to me at the event at Mindset Matters were questions and thoughts are highlighted to address points in your new self. Though in the future, there can be more to be added to these pages. Because the thing is, you can read over these notes, and I've highlighted a few of this. So I only probably highlighted probably 10% of this. So even though I've got all these quotes and these nice things, some of it's not relevant anymore or right now. But in the future, I might read it again and go, oh, now I get it. So number one, most go for perfection a three out of three. Though the lessons from the event is if you do 113 out of 200 attempts, so you get 113 right out of 200, you're in 197 like tests, trials, projects ahead of the people going for perfection. It would be a much greater outcome than those that aren't. And this is what leads to procrastination, thinking if it's not perfect, I'll do it. I can't do it. Number two, an idea of building the alpha posture as most most look shit from the behind. How to help them and how to fix it. That's me. Speakers, they were great. Three, you just need to know one thing more than the other person. Now you have a few days to learn more and then apply to teach the other people. So that was pretty cool. Prove the model, get the results, be the expert, and just know more than the idiot or the average person who isn't a specialist in the matter that you're talking about. Or what is the language you are using for the outcome slash results? So if the goal is to lose fat and I'm like, learn how to get fat, probably not the correct language 
for the fat loss journey versus do you want to learn how to um do you want to know how do you want to learn how to ignite your metabolism to burn more fat at rest without going on a restricted diet yes that's aligned five priority method name and lbd value ladder offer to run for events so it's just three different offers understanding that though there may be one person you want to present to if you're presenting to masses you want to have several offers to be able to help everyone it's like first class business and economy you can still get from a to b just different values and experience and service service system list competition two what do they do three just copy it four do it better do the uncommon better so if you see everyone complains about how their programs like if you looked at retrieving health and system saying their programs aren't great then get good at programming because then you'd be better than us that's not gonna happen because we're upgrading our program systems again and they look balls shout out to brianna Number eight, disservice to your clients, letting others promote themselves. That was a really interesting one for me. I don't do a lot of Facebook or marketing, but now we are, so more, we can help more people. We're actually redoing our website. Um, because the less you're out there, the more someone else could be, and that's causing a disservice. The amount of people that have trained with other coaches, in my opinion, that have gotten injured, it's a lot. Though there are great companies out there. You've got Enterprise, Clean Health, Ultimate Performance, um, Mind Performance Health, GT Health, uh, GT Fitness and Performance. There are just a few other companies that are great, though there are many out there that are not. And unfortunately, a lot of people are going to those people and that's doing them a disservice. And just a disclaimer on this, like a lot of people bitch on Vision, for example, like, oh, it's copies and tellers. There are a lot of great trainers there right just because one place like if you go to one place or fitness first or anytime and have a bad experience at one of them just know that that's the person not so much the brand and that's a challenge because i know a lot of great trainers in those facilities they for trivian health where it's at um look at the complaints to see the gaps so you can improve your own service so in any area do you pay marketing Question to ask for events to build out funnels, market, and the event itself. That's a question for me to ask, Ethan. Uh, your job as the CEO of yourself or in a business is not to work all the time. It's to think and communicate clearly to use communication to help get breakthroughs. So asking yourself the right questions. Question for self. Why are we here today? Where you want to be? What's a scary goal? What's a big, hairy, bodacious goal for six to 12 weeks, 12 months? Don't give me the, oh, I want all those 10 kilos. No, like something you dream of. And then why haven't you done it? Uh, because I love food. Okay, cool. <laughs> then work on how to enjoy the food, but make it also work for you. Marketing will change human. Marketing will always change. Human behavior will not. That was a cool one. Observe, watch. Like watch it actually what they're saying and then implement what you see. 
value ladder, steps to marketing. How can my marketing facilitate and support others and help others? And this was a really cool one that a lot of our offer interpersonal training, there's a big gap. So we're actually creating a 14-day health and vitality challenge to give people the fundamentals of what I teach people every day. So if you're someone who can't afford personal training or you're thinking about it and you would just like to get a return on investment for free, then jump on the health and vitality challenge for 14 days. And then what you do after 14 days, you go back to it and do two to three things at a time. So it lasts you about 21 days, which is pretty cool. But that's just providing and facilitating and helping people because people aren't like breathe. If you're listening right now, stop, take a big breath in. Hold it. Do that nine times. And then address the false beliefs. First person, then you, then how to help more. Most people think about how they should help others before helping themselves. Address the false belief on your brand, your internal. So you and the internal voice. So physical, internal, and then the external for the others. What are those beliefs? Bill Norley was a great speaker, like hands down, he was great. Now, you should probably be near your 10 breath. You'll probably notice you feel a little more open, a little more extended. And that's what I mean, the health vitality challenge. Those, that's the basics. Like, so many people, show me how you breathe. You know your diaphragm is like down here, right? So your stomach and ribs should be expanding, not just your neck. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So big thing. So that's why I made this to just get people started because everyone needs to work on it. Question for reflection. So this is the last part, which for me is a big takeaway. And I'm really starting to work on this, which is where are you personally now? As you can't go professionally until you've done it pers personally. So if you're telling people to train or exercise or look after their health and you don't do it, eh, probably not going to happen. Well, people just won't trust you. They won't take your word for it. What would it take for me to do my best work of my life? Small steps relentlessly made to have a big impact. Uh, are you using the right ingredients and processes to make the cake build that foundation? If you're too busy to be brilliant, what's getting in the way? Poor time management, poor schedule. Maybe you're not looking after your health and you send to doom scroll on your phone. You know, each week, what's which was for me, um, for me, it was a big one. Or like at eight o'clock, I'd be on my phone. And now I've cut that. And I do yoga movement for 30 minutes, loosen everything up. And if it's seven o'clock, after seven, I'll actually do a soup instead of a meal so it's not heavy in my stomach. So that's something that I was doing previously, like eating, being on the phone. And now I'm like, okay, I've got to stop that. It's stopping me from being brilliant. What are you doing to slow down and be better? Because slowing down allows you to grow. And then the last one is, what is one thing I know that I am not doing for me, which is unwinding and really taking action to move forward, which is getting on top of that sleep. So that is a run-through of the Mindset Matter event. So big shout-out to Ethan. 
uh, photos of all the presenters, which was great. Um, they wouldn't let me take my phone on stage with um, to get on with Gary Vee and Ethan. So these two photos, a uh, photo of me sticking the tongue out with Gary Vee, which was pretty cool, and then walked back, got my phone, Ethan came down off the stage, we took a photo, which is great, which was awesome. I personally am going to be doing his Million Dollar Funnel. He's a funnel. He's going to teach me about um, his events and how to run them myself and also just to learn from the guy, which I'm pretty keen about. So, Ethan, thank you so much for the event. Hopefully anyone that's listening to Table Talk, as you know, this is a process where we sit down and discuss where all serious conversations start and end. So pull up a chair, have some fun. Now, if you've pulled up a chair and you've been listening long enough now and you're interested, I would love to meet with you. Now, you might not be someone who's, well, I only work a nine-to-five job. Yep. But the thing is, you're probably doing something right that is having a compounding effect on helping you learn, grow, and develop. So I would love to hear from you and actually just have a conversation with you. Sometimes it doesn't go as planned, the podcast, and we have to pause and stop, but we can get some good conversations, have a good laugh, and a good time. And I'm always looking to meet more like-minded people. So till next time, adios, amigos. Hey, thanks so much for joining the episode of Table Talk today. We hope you found some helpful tips and inspiration in staying healthy and fit even with a busy schedule. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast. Stay tuned for our next conversation. Until then, keep prioritizing yourself, your health, your fitness, and we'll see you on the next Table Talk.